2: You know, it's not often you see Nebraska as a nearly 30-point underdog in a football game, but here they are as of right now, sip 29-and-a-half-point dog still to Michigan on Saturday, 2.30 kickoff in Ann Arbor. We're joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. If Casey Thompson does indeed not play on Saturday in Ann Arbor, I mean, I believe most people when they watch these games have seen that Logan Smothers has appeared to be the batter quarterback when he has played what what will your thoughts be on saturday if Chuba purdy is again the starting quarterback if that is the case sean
0: yeah you know there's a lot of factors but it would be surprising I mean, the only thing that would be why is maybe logan's banged up maybe you don't know you know how those guys came out of the game so there's other factors that you know could always play into a decision like that but um you know if all things equal no casey thompson um, I think most Nebraska fans would be very surprised that Logan Smothers will at least get the opportunity, but what a tough opportunity that would be to go right. in and start at Michigan uh, knowing the circumstances.
1: Well, know. yeah, or, or I think a a high-level athlete looks at it as a great opportunity, um, and that's what I, what I hope was happening, and I hope that happens at safety, too, where Miles Farmer will have a replacement. Sean, Miles Farmer, D W D U I um, he is suspended. You will see Phelan Sanford. How much does that factor into the way you look at this game? You know, Michigan's a favorite. Would you add some points to it because of Miles Farmer being out?
0: Uh, yeah, because yeah, the safety is a big part of the game, and you know they could throw over the top of him get a big play. You know, one or two more p- bigger plays that may not have maybe wouldn't have been there. Farmer had 14 tackles last week. You know, Michigan's going to run the ball, so the safety's going to be there. So what are we talking about here? Singleton or or Phelan Sanford uh, playing in there at the safety? You know, there was no talk of maybe Isaac Gifford moving back there and um, somebody else playing nickel. I mean, I know that was something that always could have been done, and maybe they will consider a move like that. I don't know, um, you know, what route. And we'll hear from Bill Bush um, later today kind of what their plan is um, and maybe he won't want to get too into that plan uh, as far as what they want to do with that safety spot
2: sean looking back at last week against minnesota nebraska led 10-0 at halftime they give up 20 straight points they lose 20 to 13 but i'm curious in, in, when you look at this whole thing with trev alberts and deciding to the next head coach in nebraska if if you know it did, how much did that hurt mickey's chances of of them blowing that game versus them coming away with the win on saturday
0: well, winning obviously helps everything, but it, the hardest thing still is to know is like where where is and was Mickey in that discussion to be the head coach? I mean are we painting a picture here in our shoes in our role that it was kind of a week to week thing um or you know did Trev have a different view of how he was evaluating it That's what we ultimately don't know, and I don't know if we'll ever know where it's at but i, I do think Mickey had a great opportunity um these last two weeks at home um against minnesota and then obviously the week before against illinois where they weren't able to capitalize you know the casey thompson injury was a huge part of of, of the weekend the defense played really well last week in the first half as uh but you know the issues on the offense kind of put a lot of pressure on the defense to keep going back out there and, and perform um which kind of changed the complexity of that game uh, when tanner morgan got out a week um so it's really hard to say because we just don't know what Trev's thinking and, and who he's talking to and potentially has on the hook for this job.
1: What year was it that Bill Callahan went into LA and tried to just keep it close with USC, Sean? 2006.
0: 2006. And, and that was a USC team that was loaded. I mean it was it was the national ABC primetime game of the week. Uh-huh. And I think Nebraska lost that game by seventeen. Is that right?
1: I think it was twenty eight to ten or yeah. twenty-seven to 28 ten. Twenty eight to ten. Yeah. Twenty-eight to ten, Sean. So I'm asking you this. Does Nebraska go into Ann Arbor with a similar approach? Remember that approach, Bill used a very conservative approach, ran a lot of time off the clock between snaps, um, just kept it really, really vanilla and was asked after the game, did he try to win the game or what was his strategy? Um, does nebraska just go into Ann Arbor and play it really safe so they don't get their doors blown off
0: yeah I still remember the post game of that game It was i believe Tj simers from the la Times really pressed in callahan about not being aggressive with what they were doing and you know that was a 14-3 game um, if i remember correctly um, in late in the third quarter i mean nebraska hung in there in that game it, it wasn't like it was a blowout until the end um you know when they, they pulled away but um, you know, last year, go back to the Oklahoma game last year in Norman. Nebraska was a big dog in Norman. Yeah. And, and Fro- Frost.
1: Yeah, big dog. That kind of
0: game. He big he tried to Big Ten Oklahoma
1: uh-huh. at that
0: time, and, and it almost worked. worked. I mean, they had a real chance. Um, if you remember that first quarter, okay. I, I believe there were only two possessions the whole first quarter in Oklahoma last year. I think you're right. I'm not saying that can happen because Michigan is better, in my opinion, than Oklahoma was a year ago. Um, and, and they're at home and they're going to play physical. And it, it, it's hard to do that too. But the question I think simple is, can, will Whipple do that? I mean, is Whipple wanting to play that kind of ball? And can they get him to play that kind of
1: ball? Who's the head coach, Sean?
0: Mickey Joseph's the head coach. He'll make that it call. It feels like there's a grip still that Whip has on this thing that he, he can get it off course. And, and I think we've seen that, especially the last two weeks.
2: Well, okay. Stay there, Sean. It <laughs> Are Mickey, Joseph, and Mark Whipple anywhere close to on the same page at all right now?
0: I think they are at the beginning when they when they have a script, and we saw the script, what Mickey wanted probably to head uh, the OC to do, but they, they tend to deviate off the script. As, they do. As at least the feel that I have right now watching this. I mean, they that opening script and the concepts they came out with against Minnesota, it was a really nice way to start the game, but then all of a sudden they just got off that and you know, the downhill running plays, the two tight ends, the under center. We didn't see a lot of that as the game moved on.
1: Huh. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. I, as far as, as far as <laughs> I, and that Sean, I want to amend my question a little bit. They go into to Ann Arbor. You don't play to not get your doors blown off, but maybe you do play to keep it close until late and then, and then maybe try some things. Um, to get you over the top. I think that's got to be the strategy. What is your impression of this Michigan team, Sean? I mean, what stands out in your mind about the third-ranked Michigan Wolverines?
0: Yeah, we had uh, Michael Spath, a Wolverine expert, on our rundown show last night. And, and you know, we, we had a good conversation about them. And it, I it's amazing. Harbaugh has been able to kind of reload this thing after a year ago, losing all that NFL talent. Um, particularly on defense you know some top first round picks and and they're they're almost better in a lot of respects um so he he really has this thing rolling at a high level and has been able to really um you know turn their quarterback into um more of a game manager which I, i think that was uh the question can they get mccarthy their quarterback into in that mode to to really manage the game the way hardball does versus you know making mistakes and they've turned him into a really really nice quarterback this year and they've got two running backs um led by Blake Corum you know that he's probably an all big 10 guy that that could be in New York for the Heisman if Michigan finishes out the way they think
2: if you if, if you watch both teams play Sean you're right now they're both online for the playoff but it, who do you think right now is better between Michigan and Ohio State at this point
0: I would take Michigan right now I really would um just because of the way they play and I, I thought the game against Northwestern really raised a lot of alarm bells on Ohio State to only beat Northwestern 21 to 7 as a 38 point favorite. I get the weather was different but um, you know they're they're limited in in maybe conditions and how they can play. Well, we know that game's going to be a colder game, conditions could factor in and that type of game I give Michigan the advantage.
2: Last thing Sean regarding this game for Nebraska, I mean again 30 point undertogs. What Let me ask you: Would you be surprised if it gets worse than that? What is your thoughts on how this game goes with that spread?
0: It's hard to have that many more points, guys. I mean, all I mean, last week's line was ridiculously out of control. Nebraska was up ten nothing right um, right away, so then all of a sudden the line was out the window. So I I can't see it getting much higher than that. I mean, that's a ton of points. It's a lot of points um, at this level of football, and. Um, I, I wouldn't. I, I can't imagine it going too much more than where it's at.
2: Sean, always good stuff. Thank you for the time, and we will chat with you again next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Husker okay. Online, Sean Callahan. Yeah, I.
1: I don't like that what I said. I just want to make sure I amend that. That you don't play not to, to get your doors blown off. You you keep it slow. You slow it down. You run clock right, um, but, I mean, which
2: Nebraska has not done no, all year. But, but you
1: run clock. And you play a conservative in hopes that you maybe you maybe it is fourteen to three going into the fourth quarter and you got a shot. Maybe know?
2: maybe you huddle. <laughs> well, Nebraska usually snaps the ball just like that and the drive's over after a minute and twenty right. seconds.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not is,
2: c- is this team capable of sustaining a long <laughs> drive and, and more than just one? Because again, the first two drives of the last game were both about four four minutes plus. Mm-hmm. And that was fun to watch. They were, mm-hmm. they were keeping it moving. And after that, just, you know, hardly even a minute. That, okay, I, that, that's something that's in my mind right now.
1: Another thing that's in my mind is, you know what conversation, do we have a second here before the break? Yeah, yeah second. You know what conversation that drives me nuts in this market? When people talk about Phelan Sanford being the, he's Phelan Sanford, the walk-on, is probably going to be the starting safety. Yeah, yeah, Saturday alongside Marquise Buford. Mm -hmm. The conversation that drives me crazy is when people say, don't you have a scholarship player that's better, good enough to start at that position? Why do you think that drives me nuts when I hear that? It drives me nuts. It makes the hair stand up on my neck. What, what what about this? Maybe Phelan Sanford's just better than the other guys. We've seen walk-ons and, have success yeah, here. Yeah, why do you stigmatize walk-ons like that? Those guys can play. Oh, that's an old man. He's take, seen but. as
2: one of the fastest guys on yeah. the team and one of the strongest guys on yeah. the team, pound for pound. Yeah,
1: but the question to Mickey yesterday was, don't you have scholarship guys? that? You, I mean, you got a walk-on starting there. What What's happened with recruiting? I mean, it's t- a total diss to Phelan Sanford. Like... I mean, maybe Phelan Sanford should have gotten a scholarship, you know? And maybe Phelan Sanford came into the program, worked, and worked his way. Well, obviously, he's worked his way past a bunch of scholarship players. But we have to frame it up as what happened to your recruiting. You have a, a walk on. Do you understand how, yeah. how disrespectful that is well, to it's Phelan disrespectful, Sanford? Disrespectful. But yeah.
2: it's also the stuff that fires him up and probably gets him motivated. I hope so. I'm just going just a walk on.
1: Yeah. So what? So we failed in recruiting because of walk-on starting, or maybe we, the walk-on I mean, just got really. You good. You
2: saw guys under Bow that were walk-ons right. that started. Right, they just got really good. They had several. They had several guys that were walk-ons that became starters. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon.
1: No, it just means they got really good.
2: I don't. Their I do Teams were good. It teams were successful yeah. football teams with some walk-on starting. Yeah. Old man ran. Old man ran. Let me go yell at a cloud over there for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop. Find the cloud. Hey. What? No. It's fine. Ageism. When we come back, the mailbag and song of the day next on Early Break on the Ticket.